Hello, and welcome to the Preserve and Illuminate podcast, where my dad Nick Benson and Justin Moss talk about being salt and light in a bland and dark world. Welcome back to the Preserve and Illuminate podcast. My name is Nick Benson, and as always, joined by my brother, Justin Moss. Hi, Nicholas. Brother from another mother. And the same father. What? what? <laughs> how, you, how you doing? I'm good, man. How about you? Good. Hanging. Uh, another week. Yeah. And uh, as always, we like to talk about being salt and light in a bland and dark world. Amen. We like to share Jesus where the world doesn't want us to. Sometimes the, the enemy likes to attack electronics and, mm-hmm. and keep us from post, uh, posting episodes. It, it almost happened last week, right? Yeah, that, that was... Uh, one of those divine moments that I uh, I thought it was lost and, yeah. and but God, yeah, and uh, we still it was posted a little late, but at the same time it still got posted on Friday because that's what the Lord wants. Yeah, and uh, I'm just grateful that He uses a podcast like this to to show um, sinners like us mm. um, how He works mm-hmm. and even little minute things like these little podcasts and recorded conversations that we. Like to um, like to come together and talk about, but at the same time, we we get encouraged, and and I know I do when when the Lord works in a way like that because you know to bring everyone up to speed. When we when I left after recording, that there was two segments recorded, and not even the first one was was uh, what processing processed, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, and yeah, I thought it was one of those moments where we were going to have to redo a redo an episode and what like i think like six or seven o'clock in the evening or something you text me like yeah. it went through yeah i was like what like what like how, how does that like this much like this you know many hours later all of a sudden it goes through that was that was a, a god moment where you know like i said it's a it's a small thing it's not mm-hmm. a big thing but i think it's cool that the lord even you know used that to show me like yeah hey, I'm, I'm in all this yeah and he's got it right yeah. like what are you worried about for real <laughs> this is my time and so there's somebody that needed to see that podcast a little bit later in the day. Yeah. And I, and I hope you got to hear it. Right. Whoever that was. Right. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. I even told my wife, I was like, yeah, it was like a really good one. I can't believe it's going to be like, <laughs> we're going to have to redo it. And then, you know, like she, she even like, you know, gave me, I forgot exactly what she said, but it was, a, you know, more of a like, go to your but room. is it about you or is it about, you I know, wasn't go like, to your room. You're grounded. No, no not yet. No. No. That was later. That was later. Yeah. <laughs> when I did do something bad. Right. Cause that's inevitable. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so anyways, it got posted. That was the last uh, part of the four part series mm-hmm. of the pillars of, of our church. And, and I always say the pillars of our, of our walk as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so now this week, fast forward, we uh, wanted to do another here and now. I know it's been a few, I don't know, a handful of episodes since we did something like that. Yeah, I don't even know how long it's been. Right, but there's a uh, there's a lot going on, and I feel like a here and now is uh, is good and and uh, purposeful because we can share what's on our heart and share uh, hopefully some some light in the in the darkness that is going on uh, around us at the moment, or even uh, rumors of darkness. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that being said, here and now, what's on, what's on your heart this week, Justin? So much, right? I'm serious. <laughs> real, yeah. You know when 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 we discussed like what this what this episode would be about, like I, I, I I've been wanting to do it here and now, and I just looked right now. We haven't done one since the new year. Yeah. So. 
So we're definitely due, but there's just so much that, that, that has happened, mm-hmm. you know, and, and even currently happening with, you know, the Ukraine and, mm. and even if you, if you're paying attention, like what's happening in like Taiwan and, and, and China, right. and then even like the, there's like a, a, a currency undertone here. That's, that's even, even more interesting on like the sanctions that are being placed in the undercurrent of like how they're trying to hit people's pocketbooks. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, But then there's like this ripple effect and this little delicate dance that each of um, each of the countries and governments are signing up for or willing to do or participate and whose side they're picking. Mm -hmm. Um, Because obviously, you know, because of the, the, the global economy, which I won't get into right now. Right. I won't (laughs) bore you guys with my thoughts on that, but the global economy, because it's so connected, like now everybody has a say, like everybody has a say, some commodity, some resource, whether natural or fabricated, yet they are contributing to the global economy. And now it's like, it's really interesting to see some of this stuff take place. But in all of that and seeing what's taking place, it was on my mind that God's still on the throne. Amen. Right. God's still on the throne. And immediately, Mm. you know, for me, I went to Isaiah chapter six, uh, verse one, uh, because I love that, that, that picture. And it's just one verse. I really should read all of them, but I won't because we'll never get out of that. (laughs) For real. We'll never get out of that. Right. (laughs) Um, but in the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting on the throne high and lifted up and the train of his robe filled the temple, like his majesty and mightiness, like he's still on the throne. Mm. And as I was kind of thinking through, like, like, Lord, this is this is pretty crazy. Like, there's a couple of things you could see. You could see, you know, world war happening. You can see the the nuclear option has never been closer to the button being pushed mm. than than anybody else right. than any other time, I should say, by anybody else. Um, and then you can see um, like how the division and the enemy will try to kind of make his strongholds. Mm-hmm. And I, and at that time, I, at that time when I was thinking about this, I was like, well, I, I personally, Justin here, can't forget that God's still on the throne. I can't get caught up in everything that's happening because this is all under his control. Mm-hmm. And uh, as, as, as the Lord would have it, you know, I'm, I'm going through judges as one of the books that I'm going through. And you can see that God kept bringing judgment to the nation of Israel, kept just bringing it to him but would also subsequently bring a judge. Mm. He would hear their cry and then, okay, here you go. He would hear their cry and then here you go. Mm. So as he kept answering those cries, you know what I mean? You could see like he's, he's just and right and a judge and a judge, but at the same time he's loving and caring and, and, and he wants us. Right. But if you look at how these things are shaping up, like th- these are times for people to, to, to really surrender their lives to Jesus, to accept him as their Lord and savior mm. or, like they're going to hell mm-hmm. and, and I don't know how else to, to, to put it <laughs> right. I was nice kind of way. blunt, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I'm serious because um, like what's taking place is, is, is end times prophecy being shaped. It, it is absolutely being shaped right? because there's no other logical reason for people to be doing what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And we as Americans are a little bit spoiled to be able to look on the news and see this stuff take place. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, we have every resource that has ever been given to man to share the gospel. So we could either right. sit on our couches and watch the news and go, Oh my, right. or we could do something about it. Right. That's what's on my heart, Nick. Yeah. That was a... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, I mean, it's, I hear you because it's, 
if you do, you know, watch the news, you can, you can do one of two things. You can be scared and continue to watch and look for the next thing that scares you. Cause people like scary movies and things like that for some reason and drama. I don't, so, I like drama. Not about movies, it's straight drama. <laughs> I was gonna say you are drama, but that you was are mean. drama. I, mean. <laughs> I didn't want to be mean. It's, it's, it's already out I bit there. My tongue. I bit my tongue. <laughs> you did. It came out. Yeah, you made me say it. You twisted my arm. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, and uh, the the second thing would be to, like you said, do something about it, where mm-hmm. you actually um, turn the the thoughts or the 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 anger into an actual like righteous action where rather than sit and, and harp and, and be upset and complain and whine mm-hmm. and, and then tell everyone else about your feelings and emotions. Like, like how about tell someone, like you said, like tell someone about Jesus first. Like that mm-hmm. would be, you know, that's the, that's the, uh, the biblical answer to what you should talk about when you're telling someone something newsworthy, you know, and that's the, the good news, right? The great mm-hmm. news. Um, but at the same time we have to show people, uh, that in some sort of love and, and I, and I keep, you know, some, something that's been reoccurring over and over within the last few weeks is, is the word friend. you know, like, I feel like, um, overseers have mentioned it. I feel like, um, I've, I've been called on a lot lately to be a friend for people Mm -hmm. in different reasons. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and the Lord's working on my heart because like we've shared like, you know, like you more than I, that, you know, it's easier to like, be alone and to to you know uh, to take yourself out of situations mm-hmm. it's easier to do that mm-hmm. you know as a, as a human <laughs> as a man mm-hmm. um but but at the same time the lord's like no we need to be more friendly um mm-hmm. in both ways like it, you know you have to you have to be a friend to 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 gain a friend right mm-hmm. i don't know how the saying goes but like i feel like that's been something that's reoccurring in, in and my life lately is is be more friendlier and gentler um, to even the non friendliest person, mm. you know, because there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of division. And I sent you that picture from from even talking about our first lesson in our in our men's small group. Right. <laughs> there's a really um, you know a flammable question that any spark can cause. An explosion, yeah. you know, left or right yeah. <laughs> of the room. Yeah. Um, and and I feel like that's that's because that's how on edge everybody is because mm-hmm. of everything that's going on. Because you know you can have such a a, a strong passion for things of this world mm-hmm. and forget that the Lord's still on the throne. And mm-hmm. that's where our passion should be. And that's where our thoughts and process should all go through that first. We always talk about Jesus filter, right? Like mm-hmm. even the news of the world, like that's why I said the rumors of darkness, like we can, you know, we can look at the media and be like, oh yeah, there's like World War Three on the brink of happening. And mm-hmm. like it very well may be, but we do know that's what happens at the end of, you know, times. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the book, we it talks about like an Armageddon and people make the joke, excuse me, make, <clears throat> make the joke about it being Armageddon. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, that's, and that's one of those inevitable things again, like that's going to happen in order for the next step to happen that we know is going to happen. Yeah. Cause there's only one more thing left to happen in Bible prophecy that hasn't happened to the detail. Mm-hmm. And that's that second coming. Mm-hmm. Amen. Maranatha. Right. Amen. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Strap on your seatbelt. Let's go. For real. So uh, that all being said, <clears throat> I had a, a few verses I wanted to share and I know you 
most likely have uh, a, a good lot. amount as well too. <laughs> <laughs> so let's try to um, try to keep this short and simple in order for us all to be able to share from both sides because I want to hear what you have and uh-huh. then be able to share on that yeah. too. Where are we going? Where are we going? All right, man? so First Peter okay. 3. Ooh. We're doing, uh, what is this, 8 through 12. And this is this is labeled all Christians. So I, I thought this was very fitting for the time because this doesn't say it's uh, labeled what? all Christians. That's it? Yeah. Oh, wow. What you got? Called to a blessing. Like called that. to a blessing. Yeah, Christians. We're called to a blessing. So we've got to remember <laughs> that. Don't get caught up in all these, you know, this, this uh, discussions of uh, mm. of political standings, of uh, like the rumors of war, rumors of this, uh, yeah. the social media messes, the the, the distractions. That I feel like the the we like you said we're so comfy we can sit on the couch and watch the rumors of war and watch mm-hmm. the war on TV. You can mm-hmm. even YouTube live from from Ukraine right now and see like what the the, the square looks like. See if anybody's you know <laughs> bombs are coming in or whatever. Because for some reason people want to see that, yeah. like even that's like real life. Like that's not like a movie. You know, that's happening in real life. So you have to take. I don't that. think some people get that. They don't. They don't that's understand. Not, that's not a, a topic for right now. But I'm <laughs> I'm serious. I don't think people. Some people get that. Right. Like that's real people dealing with real like threats of like possibly a missile coming through their wall. Yeah. You know, like okay, easy. You know, like for Americans, we're from our couch, but. That's because we're getting distracted the whole time, hmm. and I don't want to go like down a huge rabbit hole. But um, me and my wife had a discussion only like a few days ago. We were watching some uh, program on Disney Plus. It seemed innocent. Well, in the middle of one of the episodes, it it turned into a story of a guy with his dog, and and the guy ends up talking about uh, being a free soul, pilgriming through pil you know, going through the earth or the world mm-hmm. until his next destination. I was like, man, what's this guy talking about? Like, is he ta- like, is he low key talking about Christianity or was he? Even-? And then by the end of it, he's holding tobacco in his hand, just tobacco, not like a cigarette or anything, but just the the the, the raw the, the raw, raw tobacco, tobacco uh, burning it and praying as he's burning it. Mm. And then I was just like, you know, and my kids are watching it and everything. And then this is, like I said, it's a segment inside of one episode. There are like three or four different segments within it. Afterwards, I was like, that was kind of weird. And like, even Isaac was like, who is he praying to? And I was like, you know, like, I don't, I don't think he was praying how we pray. So I don't like, I really don't feel comfortable with what just happened, but I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. And then the, the next day I was listening to a podcast and it's talking about how uh, atheism or Satanism is taking into like a new role in, in America where it's like an organization now. There's mm-hmm. like meeting, you know, like churches basically. And he was describing the what Satan, like the different uh, genres or categories of atheism or Satanism. And one of them was nature worship. And I thought, I was like, you know, that's what the, and then I'm like reoccurring the episode mm-hmm. in my head. And I was like, that was what the dude was doing. He was totally... It was him and his dog. His dog was named Freedom, and they were talking about free roaming the earth, walking, going by vibes. You know, you hear these these sayings that are said all day long, and it's part of this overall spiritual warfare that the enemy is con- using what looks innocent for actual evil intention hmm. because he's distracting us thinking that, oh, that he was praying. That was cool, you know, but he was praying. He wasn't praying to Jesus or right. God. So, right. like, actually, that was a sin. He's actually... That's devil worship. Yeah, it's idol worship. Yeah, hundred percent. So yeah, so 
that you know not to like i said not to rabbit hole but we have to be careful because the things that look innocent can be used against it to to distract and 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 isolate us from what we should be doing so first peter 3 8 starts finally all of you should be one of one mind sympathize with each other love each other as brothers and sisters be tender-hearted and keep a humble attitude don't repay evil for evil don't retaliate with insults when people insult you instead pay them back with a blessing that is what god has called you to do and he will grant you his blessing for the scriptures say if you want to enjoy life and see many happy days keep your tongue from speaking evil and your lips from telling lies. Turn away from evil and do good. Search for peace and work to maintain it. The eyes of the Lord watch over those who do right, and his ears are open to their prayers. But the Lord turns his face against those who do evil. So, like I said, I was, uh, you know, like one, you know, we have to protect our our hearts and minds for, you know, our, ourselves, but also our families. But even the way we um, interact with people is going to do the same. Because mm-hmm. if we aren't um you know it says tender-hearted or or even humble or sympathize with each other that means like understand that there's another side to things you know like that's what something that really has been bugging me i feel like everyone's always like one-sided you know and i'm not perfect like i i'm definitely you know guilty of this but like we always have our side we mm-hmm. always have our you know thinking and process of it but we never take into account what the other person's dealing with yeah or even what their position from their youth has brought them to where they are now right because everybody brings all those filters and that baggage right to to that one conversation right and and begin to to formulate and society tells you that you have to pick a side there's nothing in the middle yeah you know and i'm I'm just gonna use our politics just as an example here right but you you can either be a a republican or a democrat right mm-hmm. and then everything that's in the middle there that's actually in the middle is always diminished right like what you're you're a what no 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 yeah. you have to you have to pick you have to pick a side right and that's those are like the 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 those lines of division that you were speaking to that create that create problems mm-hmm. and even even thinking of the other side is good but you have to have like an openness to understanding what that is just right. because it's not a study your enemy type mm-hmm. of thing. Right. You know what I mean? It's actually to, 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 to be tenderhearted, as it says here. It's in particularly in, in this one, it says, you know, having compassion for one another. Yeah, like compassion is, a, is, a, is an interesting word. And it's something that, you know, I, 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 I love reading, you know, that Jesus had compassion on them. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, when he fed the 4,000, the 5,000, like he had compassion on these people. And it says that that compassion wasn't like, you know, what are you doing? You got to realize this is, this is Jesus God in the flesh and he's having compassion for those people. Almost, uh, almost all of them are sinners. Yeah. All of them are jacked up. Right. What's, what's, what's even more interesting is the majority of them wanted him to do something for them. That's why they were there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And he's being used pretty much by these people and he has compassion on them. Still has compassion. That's what looking at the other side is. It's mm. like, it's, it's compassion. Like, what can I do for you? I don't want anything out of it. What can I do for you? Mm. If we can have that little mindset pivot and look at, you know, that type of, um, that type of approach to each person that we see, you know, the, the world would be a little bit different. Right. And that's what we're called to do. And that's part of what what Peter is is, is actually kind of outlining here, mm. because he realizes the division. He realizes that he's towards the end of his his ministry, but even as 
you kind of step through, he begins to talk about the suffering. Mm-hmm. He begins to to talk about what it what the cost is to be a disciple, but where our eyes should be focused. Right. And there's nothing more important for us as Christians than to have uh, an, an eternally mind focus on everything that we do. It's hard. It's right. absolutely, it's really hard, especially when you're continually being attacked. Right. But we have to keep that, that mindset of having a focus on our future and not worrying about what the present has. Right. Right. Because the present, they will lie to you. Right. We're in a, we're in like one of those little mazes at the, at the carnival where the <laughs> mirrors are all crazy. Right? right. Yeah. But there's, I mean, there's one way to get out of there. Mm. Right. So you just focus on that path. And it, at, each time you look up and anybody's ever been through these might recognize this or you might not. Mm. If you look up, you're, 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 everything's all messed up. If you just look down, like you just follow the path. That's it doesn't true. change. Right. Right. You just look down, but you're everybody, distracted. yeah, you're distracted. Yeah. Right. You got all these little crazy mirrors. You're like, Oh, look, I'm fat. Oh, look, I'm skinny. <laughs> oh, wait, no, I am fat. Hold <laughs> on. Yeah. That's a real one. <laughs> that, that's a real one. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Still in Reese's. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> Maybe I have a Reese's addiction. Yeah. I don't know. Or chocolate chip cookies. Or, hey, <laughs> your boy loves chocolate chip cookies. That's why I brought up the um, <clears throat> the question from, or like even mentioning the question from our lesson, because that's what it was. It was asking like, you know, what do you see? Uh, like, I forgot the exact wording, but basically it was saying like, how do you feel about like the division in your politics? Let me get the book. Right? I think I have actually the picture now that I say that. Yeah, it was. Uh, you got it? Yeah says, what kind of divisions do we find in our government today? What problems emerge when people are divided about who should govern them? And I was like, oh, man, that's like one of those questions that can really spark uh, things out of control. Um, because that's a focus on on man government, you know, like it's the division of the country. So like so then you get division of uh, opinions on, uh, for, that all stem from all this division, division, mm-hmm. division, when it's like, ah, oh, we should just focus on the one kingdom that matters and the one mm-hmm. kingdom that is victorious and the one kingdom that's called us to do a work. And it's not, he, he, he nowhere in the world or nowhere in the word talks us to divide, you know, like he doesn't tell us to, you know, divide people's thoughts. It's like, oh, you, you, you preach Jesus, but you're not part of this crew or this discipleship posse then Mm -hmm. still do it you know like don't you know so i and yes he he wants he wants to divide our our uh, our sin you know he wants us to get rid of the sin like that's Mm -hmm. a division i guess you can say like a repentance that you turn yeah but that's that's a different type yeah Yeah. he doesn't cause division in in people and the relationship except for the ones that are just choosing to not believe not repent you know that's the truth. That's the true kingdom. That's, that's the truth. The division, that's you know? the truth, yeah, right? So you like know, piercing the joint and the marrow, right? right? Yeah, true. So yeah, it is. Uh, it like I said, it's one of those things that we can constantly get caught up on, hmm. um, as far as questions like that, or watching any kind of thing that's happening in society and culture, etc. Uh, but we need to focus as you know, Christians, all Christians. That's why, like, I, I gravitated towards these these scriptures because it gives hmm. a. A, a clear uh, message and and almost a command of what to do in times like that were were you know there they were suffering persecution like mm-hmm. actually people come and trying to kill them mm-hmm. we haven't got to that point yet praise God but at the same time uh, let us start now let us start preparing for uh, the persecution that may come and and the word tells us to endure and be prepared yeah amen for that because we're gonna have to mm-hmm. we're gonna suffer persecutions. 
and we will be able to endure mm-hmm. but it's just really how how you recognize your endurance how you recognize you know i always talk to to to, to jordan about this and you know sometimes i'll end the conversations with what's the worst thing that can happen hmm. yeah and he just looks at me we go to heaven huh? we win yeah that's it we win right. nothing to worry about hmm. I brush your teeth. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so there's there's a couple of things, and uh, I, I may just have to apologize beforehand because this is kind of where where the Lord really had me focus on um, was like if if we look at the here and now and everything that's going on, like we as Christian men have to ask ourselves, well, why did Jesus come, mm-hmm. right? So, and if you ask yourself that question and then you use that as like the mechanism or filter for what you're going through, what you're seeing, how this is happening, you know, I was convicted last night, just myself personally, because, you know, I was praying that I would have an opportunity to witness somebody and the Lord ended up witnessing to me, <laughs> you know, funny. for what stuff I needed to work on. And funny how like, that works. Huh? Funny how that works. Straight up. Right. <laughs> and I was like, oh man. But at the same time, like I, 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 I let myself down. I let him down because I wasn't who he called me to be, even though I'm over there praying for it, praying about it. Right. And, and for me to be that. But it came full circle because there was somebody that got witness to uh, that, that we ended up praying for at the end of the night, which was like it was it was really cool. Hmm. I was like, oh, man. Even when I'm jacked up, you could still use us. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, this yeah. is crazy. <laughs> But it's, it's, it's really, it's, uh, it blew my mind. But the reason I say that is because I was ruminating um, last night and this morning on like, why, why Jesus came. I'm going to read John one through five, and then um, I'll I'll get your responses and then you can get a couple verses. And then I'm going to go through on, you know, why Jesus came because he was the way, the truth and the life. And then there's some verses that I'll use to kind of back each of those points up. Hmm. But I want to I want to go through um, John chapter chapter one, verses one through five, because that kind of sets the stage. Um, and and I encourage, you know, anybody that hasn't read that in a while, just go back and just read those five verses and then just just like kind of pray on it, meditate on on on, the, on this portion of scripture, because it's it's one of the most profound portions of scripture, like of, of all that's in the Bible because hmm. of what it says and what it claims. Hmm. So it says here in verse one, in the beginning was the word, capital W, and the word, capital W again, was with God, and the word, capital W again, was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him, nothing was made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men, and the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. There's a ton, a ton in here, a ton. But to kind of level set the, the the stage for how, you know, this ministered to me and how this will kind of roll into everything else. You see, God sent his son down here. Even though he knew everything that was here, he created it. He knows us, but he sent his son down here so that we would have that focus, right? Mm-hmm. That salvation point, mm-hmm. that, 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 that path to salvation. And the interesting thing is, like, we get to we get to choose it. But he, listen to this, though. And it, and it says here, and the light, the life was the light of men. Like, that is the life, right? It's our light. Mm-hmm. 
And then he goes on, uh, you know, one of my favorite, you know, verses in scripture, and it says, and the light shines in the darkness mm. and the darkness could, did not comprehend it. Like no matter, we always talk about this, right? Mm -hmm. Because, you know, the salt and light, <laughs> but like our, our light, no matter how dim or bright, like cannot, cannot be put out by the darkness, but we could put a basket over it. Right. We could hide it. Right. right. And we, as, as, as Christian men have to make sure that we are shining our light wherever we are. But the reason and the purpose and where that light came from should be really our focus. If you understand where your connection to that source of the power is, then you have no problem shining your light. It's mm. that separation, those things that come in between you. It's however long your extension cord is to the point where you can't see it. And then you could trip over and unplug it mm. and you don't know what to do, mm. right? Because you're not connected to the power. Right. You're lost. It's dark. You don't know how to get back. Like that's that's something that we have to recognize is what is our connection to that power source. And that's part of what he's saying here, but also how much he loves us, right? right. Because we were the life, right? And the light for him. Mm. Yeah, personally, I mean, we, we shared even recently on those, those, you know, the first actually first 10 verses or so of, of John, but uh, John one, when we went over uh, the word um, episode and the pillars, the four pillars, but yeah, I like even like you said, that first verse kind of just opens the door and kind of opens the Bible really. Like I, I feel mm. like that's kind of why so many people point people to John to be their first book to read. You know, when you first like talk to them about Jesus, it's like, Hey, go to John. Cause one John, it's like the book of love. So like, mm. like the best thing you can get out of that book would be realizing Christ's love and then mm. trying to do that in your life uh, in, in and through all situations. But uh, but it starts out with basically like the Old Testament in, in word, you know, and it says in the beginning, the word or was the word and the mm. word was with God. Right. And the word was God. That's how New King James goes. NLT actually adds something here. And I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, mm -hmm. but it says, go back to Timothy. It says, <laughs> it says in the beginning, the word already existed. The word was with God and the word was God. Wow. And I was like, wow, that's kind of crazy. Like to think like, that, you know, in the beginning, Jesus already existed. Like, mm -hmm. And I, and I, I don't think that's completely wrong to like say, like, you know, when saying like, oh, it's added to, it sounds bad. Mm -hmm. But, it, you know, in the beginning was the word. So like was is a past tense. So it's saying it was, he, the word was already there. So it mm -hmm. is saying that the word was already, had already existed, meaning Jesus already existed. So knowing that he existed before like the beginning, he created the beginning, right? And he's the, mm -hmm. al the alpha and the omega, the beginning and the end. So he's created the, starting point all the way to the finish point so if he knows anything and at all in between mm -hmm. the easiest and best thing for us to do would be believe and set our life on that foundational of truth you know right. the foundation of truth is that jesus was and is and always will be so if anything he's done or said we can you know quote unquote air quotes take it to the bank because it's truth and mm. there's nothing that's proven that any different, you know, and like, even like, um, I was listening to another, uh, podcast. I can't remember, uh, which one exactly, but it was talking about how even like the, every religion in the world and even people that don't necessarily believe in Christianity or even believe in Jesus, they never have anything 
bad to say. They have nothing to put against him. There, there's no sin. There's no like, you know, the only thing they can say is that he, you know, they'll try to turn his words into hate words. But like if you actually take them into context, it's actually love words, yeah. not hate words. And they're just afraid of the love. So it turns it into hate. And um, um, I was like thinking about um, thought process and, and attention spans, you know, with, with you know, because I have four kids. So like it's it's something I try to be aware of because I know who can listen for a long period of time and who has to be more of a visual uh, learner. And, and the same with my four kids, they're all different and learn differently. The same is with uh, culture and society. It's kind of, it's gone up and down where mm -hmm. uh, a long period of time, everyone was saying the attention spans really short. Mm -hmm. um, and they said about 10 years ago. So that would have been like what, 2012, mm -hmm. they said the attention span was about six to seven seconds. So that's where that's where all the quick clips and all the things would come out. Well, during that time, that's where a lot of things would get out of context, too, because you're using a really short segment of something. Mm -hmm. And you can go one way or the other, depending on how you feel and how you interpret that one sentence. Where before that, so, you know, 10 plus years ago, the average time that they would give people time on TV, et cetera, it was 70 seconds. Mm -hmm. So the attention span went from 70 down to six. And then they're saying now, 10 plus, you know, now fast forward 10 years, they're saying that uh, the average person is a two to three minute span. Mm -hmm. So it's actually gotten longer. So people are paying a little more attention. So they're trying to dig a little deeper and not let things get, uh, <laughs> not let things get out of context. Chewie's trying to attack me on the, on the right side over here. <laughs> Apparently Nick has beef jerky in his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> Chewie's protest right now. Someone feed me. <laughs> But yeah, I, I, the attention span thing is is obviously you know there's a lot that ties into that. Hmm. But um, your um, as a as a, as a person, your absorption of whatever you're reading, taking, seeing, you know, whatever you're a part of, meaning you know whatever you spend your time in, that's what your attention span is going to be. Hmm. So you could see it go from you know from um, from radio mm -hmm. to TV to the internet, to social platforms, social media platforms. Mm. And then now social media platforms allowed videos to, to, to be on there. And that is like the limit of a video that you could, you could pretty much put on there, right? right? Yeah. So you could see how the attention spans of people are that, right? Are that way. But the, because of that, there's also uh, an added layer that I promise I won't get into, but there's <laughs> actually the actual absorption and how much you actually can take in mm. and, um, and, and, and funnel through grasp conceptually. Right. And then there's the application part application. of it that, you know what I mean? Like this, that's them. That's a, that's it. Right. A crucial one. It is. End, so man. even though your attention span is two to three minutes, then maybe half of that you're actually going to be able to understand another half of that. You'll be able to begin to have a foundation to apply. And then it's whether, you know, are you applying it? Mm. And some people will just take like, you know, the, the, the atheist gathering movement type of thing that they're doing where they're non-churching, right? Yeah. Um, no, seriously, that's what they call yeah. it, like a non-church. Um, when they're doing that, like they are doing that all against something else. Like they are gathering to, you know, <laughs> to non-gather, right? That they're non-church, Um so that, and I'm not laughing at them. I'm just laughing conceptually about the non part of it. You're, okay. pic you're picturing our governor there. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> Non-gathering. 
right totally right but the, the 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 point is all of that is to go against something hmm. which means at some point you know everything that they're doing is 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 being contradicted and everything that they do because you're actually for something you can't be against something unless you have a counterpart to be for right and a lot of the world is looking at you know our our country and saying you know, that's the country that we want to model after. That's, you know, there's parts of our country that they respect. And we know it all is because of how we started that fleeing religious persecution, mm-hmm. one nation under God. And as those things begin to be, be the cornerstones of or the foundation of our country, that we're going full circle and people are not recognizing the importance of why this country even exists, um, but also the importance of your relationship with Jesus is that foundational principle of the truth. Mm. And for us as, as Christian men, we have to project that. And it's really hard void of division, void of people not understanding that, you know, this isn't judgment. This is love, Mm -hmm. you know, to what you were saying earlier, you know, those are, those are concepts that we have to project more so in our deeds than, than our words. Um, Because people are looking at, you know, if, 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 if somebody hit you up and they told you that, hey, look, I can make you all kinds of money, right? You'd be like, hold on, let me research you. I'm going to Google you. I'm going to go on your Facebook, right? I'm going to yeah. cyber stalk you to find out if you're real, yeah. right? <laughs> but if they were, if you were to minister the gospel to them and then they went on your social feeds, mm-hmm. what would they find, mm-hmm. right? Is there enough evidence to convict you as being a Christian, mm-hmm. right? So that that gospel would go forth. Um, but to, to, to kind of digress a little bit here, um, I didn't want to get into um, why Jesus came because I think the here and now we have to focus on that. Yeah. Because he came to save us, right? And it's clearly evident our time is getting shorter and shorter, and uh, his return is, is is imminent, in my opinion. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wanted to kind of to, to to dig into the, each 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 three of these. So the first one is the way. So in Matthew chapter six verse seventeen. Um, he talks about fulfilling the law and prophecy. He says, do not think that I came to destroy the law or the prophets. I did not come to destroy, but to fulfill. Mm. And that's him kind of preparing the way. So you have to realize that, 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 that Jesus, you know, in his lineage is that Jew, right? When, when, the, when, when the Israelites are looking for the Messiah, he's coming from, you know, this certain tribe. He's coming from this certain group. He came from this certain city. Like each of those things were prophesied. Then you can go back to the Mosaic law and then look at the Ten Commandments and see how that all these things were set in order. He came to fulfill all of those. Mm-hmm. And he questions and calls out the scribes, the Pharisees, the religious law keepers and, and, and lawmakers, and the and even the, the priests of the churches of the of the temples, like he would call them out on those on those laws, right? Mm-hmm. And one of my one one of the stories that always comes to mind is you know the woman that was caught in adultery. Right. And he and he's he just he just, you know, speaks to the to all these guys that brought her in. And he's like, well, you know, whoever, you know, um, hasn't committed any sin, throw the stone first. Mm. And then they all left one at a time. All of them left one at a time. And it was the oldest to the youngest because the oldest had the most sin. And they all oldest to youngest left. And that is him proving to them like I, everybody's wrong. Mm-hmm. So I came here to fix that. Right. So that you don't have to worry about how many sins you committed. You just need 
to accept me as your Lord and Savior. Mm -hmm. And he begins to provide the way. And then we can go to Matthew chapter 7, verses 13 through 14, where he says, Enter by the narrow gate, for mm -hmm. wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leads to destruction. And there are many who will go by, go in by it, because narrow is the gate, and difficult is the way which leads to life, and there are few who find it. There are billions of people that are struggling to understand what this means mm -hmm. because they just feel like, well, they see the end of Christianity and they're like, that is way too far, way too hard to get to. I can't, I can't make it there. I won't be able to get to that point where I can, I can make it there. Or they're like, I don't know if it's real. Right. Or even worse, they are using sin <laughs> as their filter to mm -hmm. see eternity, right? And they're like, okay, but I have to give up what? Right. I can't do this. I can't. No, it's not about what you can't do, right. right? You do have liberty in Christ. But once you have that experience with them, once you have that relationship with them, you have no problem denying it. And if there's anything that you need to get past that, he gives it to you, right. which is mind-blowing if people can just accept that concept. But instead... They're looking at that narrow and difficult path and you're like, oh, that's kind of tough. And mm. I really do like this. And, you know, I don't want to give up this. And well, I don't think it's fair. And you know what? <laughs> I'll just show up. I'll show up and then just kind of check it out. There's no intent. Seriously, right? Just check it out. I'll just check it out. There's no intention of the heart. And that's what that's what the way is. Because that gate is narrow. Right. That path is narrow mm -hmm. and it's hard and it's difficult and it's filled with, you know, peaks and valleys and persecution. But it's 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 one of the easiest walks you'll ever do. Right. Visually, mm -hmm. mentally, mm -hmm. it looks difficult. Right. But each thing that we've ever stepped through as Christians and you look back, you're like, man, it's almost like that that footsteps, mm -hmm. you know, picture. Right. Yeah. Where, you know, the footsteps are going and, you know, it's like, Lord, you made me walk through this all alone. He's like, no, that's where I carried you. Mm -hmm. That was me. Those are my footsteps. My steps, yeah. Right. So that's the way. What do you what do you think right. about that? It's, it's, it's amazing that he he one would even do that for us. Yeah. And then two, um, like you said, visually, conceptually it could be really hard to grasp. But when we actually do release and let go. Uh, we will feel that presence and power. And I feel like a lot of people miss that because they're caught up in uh, an emotion or a, a circumstance, mm. a trial, you know, like that, you know, I always say like easier said than done. Like it's mm. not, I'm not like downplaying any of those because we all go through different things and we all have been through different things and we all will go through different things. But, um, the Lord's faithful in all that he said and all he does to give us that ability and power to endure in order to walk through that narrow gate that looks impossible. Like he, he, he's, he's in control of all things, even when we don't even know how he could be in control mm -hmm. because it looks evil because, you know, uh, our nation has been on a spiritual coast for 20 plus years. And like, we can, you know, we can, <laughs> we can think that we, you know, we think, you know, we see the mountains in front of our, our, our faces and we see these things that are going against us and pushing against the current. But you know, I, I think that's why the Lord gives us those those little parables to like munch on every now and then that we may overlook and pass over so many different times. But like 
even the faith of the mustard seed, you know, mm. like that. He he's telling you, like even the small, like that's like the smallest seed possible, the mustard seed. And it can, you know, even if you had that little of faith, you can move a mountain. Mm-hmm. He's not saying physically is a mountain going to jump up and move, even though the end of the, you know, Revelation talks about that actually happening. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's saying that through those storms, through those things that seem like mountains in front of you, you will go right through like a tunnel. Mm-hmm. Like, and he will protect you in order to do that. You just have to trust and, and be able to walk in that. Mm-hmm. Because, like you said, the narrow gate looks scary. It looks hard. It looks mm-hmm. uh, blocked. It looks like there's no pathway to it. But as you start walking, it's like you have, a, you know, the moose in front of you. Daryl Johnson, fullback, like blocking right. for you. you wow. Know? It went there. The moose. That was, a, that was the best fullback I can think of. I'm not a Cowboys fan by any means. Yeah, but, you are. Yep. <laughs> you are. <laughs> But Jesus is that protector. He is that guider. He is a provider, and he is the way. So if he is the way, just follow that. That's it. And just stay on the path. And like right. we talked about the carnival you know, maze, just, mm. just keep your eyes on the path. Keep your eyes on him. You, you know, it's no problem, right? There's a way. There's always a way, and it's always his way. You know, do, are, we, are we clouding that? So, right? The next one is, uh, you know, the truth. So in John uh, chapter eight, verses 31 through 33, you know, de- then Jesus said to those who believed him, if you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed. And you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. And then my, my favorite portion of scripture when it comes to truth is John chapter 18, verse, verse 37. Because mm. uh, Pilate therefore said to him, are you a king then? And Jesus answered him, you said rightly that I am a king. For this cause I was born, for this cause I have come to the world, that I should bear witness to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth hears my voice. And then you, we could see how in chapter 8, right, where he begins to talk about I am the good shepherd, right? Um, but also also um, for Pilate, he's in this like, position where he's like i am going to i am going to have to judge you but just give me a reason to not Mm -hmm. give me something that i don't have to that i don't have to judge you right and he's really looking for a way out of this and Pilate's answer to that right um is 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 one of my favorite portions of scripture and it's in verse 38 because Pilate said to him what is truth and when he had said this he went out again to the Jews and said to them, I find no fault in him at all. Mm. Right? He got called out. He was face to face with the truth. Mm. Right? And then he kind of, you know, in my mind, he threw his hands up in the air. He's like, man, what is truth? And Jesus is like, I'm right here. Yeah. This is the truth. Right? Right? The truth is, Jesus was about his will, right? God's will for salvation for all of us. Right? But are we going to throw our hands up and walk away and be like, what is truth? Hmm. Right. There's there's truth, one truth, singular, undisputed truth and everything that's happening here right now. But it's just whether we recognize it or not. Hmm. Do we accept it or not? Because a lot of people, including myself, including you, know, you, we're bringing that that our luggage and our past and everything that we know 
head knowledge, right? We're bringing all this to the table. And we're like, okay, this is what it should be, mm-hmm. right? No, there's only one truth. There's one way. There's one truth, right? There's one life. That, that's it. Right. There's only one. And I love this portion of the scripture because, because of that, mm-hmm. right? Because, um, you know, Pilate is, 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 is wise enough to to understand that what's happening is wrong and he goes out and declares it yeah but he still didn't he never he never sought the answer to that question right and it was a hundred percent rhetorical because you see that he walked away walked away from the truth yeah Yeah. and i love that right he actually walked away from it Mm. i don't love it because of what happened you know what i mean and how it all went down um although it had to but i love it because that's always a good picture of what we do in our lives right right we ask ourselves like what is truth and then we walk away and then we let everybody else tell us what the truth is mm. which is what happens yeah that's true because yeah he he technically in his mind acquitted him but then the people persuaded him yeah, overthrew you know, him. overthrew the the decision and he went with the people yeah and yeah like you said that's uh that's an easy um it's a good example for us as humans <laughs> To take in because we can easily be that pilot. We can easily have all the information and even it right in our face. You know mm. where the saying is, "If it had teeth, it could bite you." We it, like, but yet we get persuaded by what human and man influences. Yeah. You know, and it's like, man, like been there, done that. Like so many times, so many times I've walked away with my hands up, saying, "What is truth?" Like. Mm-hmm. And then slowly but surely, the Lord just continues to reveal himself and draw and reveal and draw. And then, mm. you know, and then it, he breaks, you know, he gets, he finally breaks that, that hardened heart in a place where then you like actually take it into your heart rather than your mind. Mm. And then it starts infiltrating and then it turns into application. And you, then it's like a drive, you know, and even having a conversation with my da- daughter yesterday or last night, actually. The acronym for joy and he was or she was she thought that that was cool that you know putting jesus others and then yourself in that order could give you joy mm. and i i saw how it clicked in her mm. mind of like realizing it so then i'm like okay lord like the mind is there mm. like i pray that the next step is the heart sooner than say minded you know yeah. like because as as a father you want your kids to be better than you mm. you want them to uh, learn those lessons in life that you've learned quicker mm-hmm. and have them listen to you rather than have to learn it themselves. But yeah, you know, like they're going to learn themselves, obviously. Unfortunately. Yes. <laughs> Cause we can't just, you know, walk around being that moose blocker for them. We right? got to let Jesus do it. I like that analogy, by the way. <laughs> uh, I like that. Um, so the last one is a life. So in John 10, 10, um, he says, I have, I've I've come that they may have life and they may have it more abundantly. And a lot of people look at like an abundant life as material material things, right? Like, oh, well, that says abundant. And to me, abundant is like a fat bank account, you know, four houses, right? Nineteen cars, yeah. right? Just you know, just just rolling. rolling. But it's not. That's not what he means. Like that abundant life means that there's something after this. There is so much more after this. The, the, that word abundant, we can't even fathom until, you know, we see Jesus face to face and understand. What rich is. Yeah. Well, rich, well said. <laughs> well said, Nicholas. What rich is. 
And then to kind of close this portion out, right, John 14, 6, where Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Mm. And that's 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 an easy scripture to quote, to, mm. to, to even think about, and you're like, oh, yeah, I get it. You know, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. But that last part, no one comes to the Father except through me. In order for you to have the way, the truth, and the life, Mm. you have to have Jesus Amen. and you can't come to the father except through him. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people are mistaking what that is. I could be a good person. I could do good things and then I could be accepted. It's like, no, yeah. it doesn't work like you that. You can get to the door. You could, you could, yeah, yeah. You can keep knocking. Yeah. Right. But, but only too late. Jesus is going to open that door because right? he is the door. He's right? the gate. Depart from me. Yeah. That's a scary thought. Yeah. And I might've peed a little. Right yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And by no means does that is that a call for us to be perfect in any of those. You can't. There's no way to be. And that's why he's given us these examples and this word to tell us, like, hey, you can have truth in your, fa in your face and you walk away from it, but I'm still going to be right here for when you realize that I am the only way mm. to the truth and to eternal life yeah. and so on. Yeah. And uh, thank God for that. Thank, thank you, Jesus, for mm. being that for us because... This and people, you know, people. It's it's heavier now than ever for a lot of people, and and the world is uh is no joke. And there's no sleep for the wicked, you know. Like the, there's no rest for the for the wicked. So that means like the devil is literally roaring, like and prowling like a lion mm -hmm. all day and night. Mm -hmm. We need a protector. We need someone that comf We need that comforter even when we sleep because. Mm -hmm. If we don't even have that, how do you sleep peacefully? You know, because it says there's no rest for the wicked. So if you're stuck in wicked ways, it's no wonder people have sleeping problems. It's like, yeah, well, what's your life look like? Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that I'm perfect by any means, but it's like, yeah, but if you're, you know, doing what you want to do all day, all night, and then you're talking about feeling a certain way the next day, it's like, well, come on, dude. Like, you lived for yourself. Like, how are you supposed to feel? How do you, yeah, what do you expect to happen? Yeah. Yeah. And that's, and that's what, that's a great, proving point of those works that works based faith where mm -hmm. like i did this i did that what well, you because mm -hmm. you forgot what somebody else did for you yeah first first all right closing notes what do you got nick uh to keep on uh to keep on the the thought of um being a friend and having that 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 christly uh mindset that christly mm -hmm. attitude I was in Philippians 2. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to go to, to 1 through 5. Because, um, I don't, again, I don't want to go long, too. Um, but also I want to, to, to end on, on another note, too, after this, after we both uh, share our closing notes. But, um, so Philippians 2, starting at 1, says, Is there any encouragement for, from belonging to Christ? Any comfort from His love? Any fellowship together in the Spirit? Are your hearts tender and compassionate? Then make me truly happy by agreeing wholeheartedly with each other, loving one another, and working together with one mind and purpose. Don't be selfish. Don't try to impress others. Be humble, thinking of others as better than yourself. Don't look out for only your own interests, but take an interest in others too. Verse 5, you must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. So in 6 through 11, it goes on to, to actually like, describe the attitude that Jesus had about taking the humble role and, and being that, that, uh, 
you know, the, the, the one to die uh, the sinner's death on our behalf. And I, I can't help but think, like, as one that's been saved by such a humble and sacrificial, loving Savior, we have to be that same way to even the people that don't know him and don't know or agree with us because that's what he did. Mm-hmm. And, and, and yeah, he's, you know, he's God in flesh. So like he was able to endure all of what he did in order, you know, for us, you know, like, um, so I, I feel like the least we can do is not be selfish. Don't try to impress others, be mm-hmm. humble and think of others better than yourself. Because we always put I and me in front of everything, mm. and I and I and I'm guilty of it. But at the same time, it's something that the Lord's been working on me. Is like, hey, think of the other side. That's why I, that, that other perspective. Don't just be one sided because there's that's only going to divide. One sidedness is divide division. You know, mm-hmm. it's you have to be, you have to, like Paul says, you have to like you know maneuver and 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 do things in order to. For people to understand or even relate to you in order for them to un- hear you because mm-hmm. if they don't relate to you they're not gonna hear you like oh i made the joke of like oh yeah i didn't really look at those details because i really didn't think i was gonna go that was me not paying attention fully you know because mm-hmm. i wasn't relating to it shame on you man. sorry <laughs> forgive me <clears throat> yeah the philippians 2 is an awesome chapter and even in verse 10 how how he kind of closes that section and then rolls into mm. uh, to twelve. Yes. Um, it, right. I mean, we may need another podcast for that one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. For real, that's a whole episode. <clears throat> that's a whole episode. Uh, just real quick, my uh, my closing verse is um, John chapter sixteen, verse thirty three, and he says, "These things I've spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation." But be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. Mm-hmm. And if we could just grasp that and keep our eyes focused on that, you'll understand that everything will be okay. Mm. You know, it's it's interesting how many of us, including myself, obviously, how much stuff we bring to the cross to leave there, and then how much we take back. <laughs> pick it up like a backpack. Yeah, pick it back up, and how much we take back. Sometimes, you know, we forget that we could leave it all. Right. Right. And then the more we pack on, the harder it is to stay on that narrow path. Mm-hmm. The more we pack on, you know, the more treacherous and everything in the world looks. But if we could just keep our eyes, you know, focused on Jesus and understanding that he is the way, the truth and the life, that no one comes to the father except through him. Mm-hmm. If we could just understand that and then just keep our eyes trained on him, then everything else will be OK. There's going to be some crazy things that are going to happen in our lives in this time but we can't let that distract us we can't let that tug on our emotions and it's going to happen and when it does you know we have to immediately give it over to him which is really hard to do because once you get emotional you kind of get a little crazy right you're kind of a little hopped up right and you're like oh that's not right i got something to say but uh you know us as uh, us as us as christians you know we can't we can't do that but um yeah as we in the episode, I I really pray and hope that um, this edified and, and uplifted people rather than mm-hmm. discouraged people because there's plenty of that going on um, around right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but did want to end it on kind of just a, a pray or not. I just want to s- send a shout out to to our Lord and Savior because one, He did all 
all mm. of what we talked about today. Mm. But um, I'm going to try not to get emotional, but we've been trying to have like a, a Zoom conversation with my grandpa for the last few weeks, probably. And it's mm. just been hit or miss, all kinds of um, all kinds of different things as far as like him being uh, blood sugars low and, and sleeping a little more than normal and or just us being busy on like a Saturday when my aunt was there because my aunt has to be there in order to like do the Zoom call because she has mm-hmm. a computer and stuff. Um, so thankfully it worked out last night. We were able to talk to him. Mm-hmm. Not a super long conversation. He was like kind of in and out of sleep because he had just ate and we'd make the joke that he gets like food coma and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, but as we're recording right now, I got a text and He he passed away last night. Oh man! And these are tears of of joy because God gave us that opportunity to have that last conversation and hmm. and uh, see him, you know, awake and stuff and and uh, smiling and hmm. enjoying enjoying just our 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 short conversation so i think thank god for that that time he gave us and and even the opportunity literally at the the last moment because hmm. he, he passed away in his, his sleep last night so uh thank you god for that hmm. um he 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 knew the lord he i i know for a fact he's you know in his new body and uh celebrating and, hmm. and worshiping our lord but and he's home. And he's home. And something uh, something that's been on my heart is is a saying I saw, and, and it's an old movie actually about dogs. Again, it's just funny how this keeps coming back around. But about uh, dogs, you said. Yeah, and okay. it's called Homeward Bound. Have you seen that movie? Two uh, dogs and a cat get lost. It's like an old Disney movie. Yeah. Probably not. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Too too emotional for you, probably. <laughs> Say I'm callous. Yeah, it's not like an action packed right? drama. Nobody, did anybody drama. die in that one? Anybody <laughs> die in that one? No, I didn't watch it. Um, but it and I it sparked from going to Wahoos with my wife, and there was a skateboard deck there, and it said homeward homeward bound, and there was like a skeleton and it had a cross on it. And I was like, Oh, that's funny. Like, you know, I don't know what that illustration is for, but for mm. me it speaks volumes. Like we are homeward bound. Amen. As we as we journey through earth and, and life. We're only walking towards our home mm-hmm. as far you know as long as that's who we're walking towards mm-hmm. and I know that's where my grandpa was walking to he was ninety eight he would have been ninety nine this year wow. so he's 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 been there done that he's seen uh war he's he's mm-hmm. a he's a a serviceman he was in the navy um as was his grandpa or his dad and his grandpa but um so yeah it was uh, it's it's you know a loss here on earth but a, a gain in heaven and and mm-hmm. thank God for giving us that eternal hope to look for. Yeah. And that last divine appointment, huh? Oh, man. Yeah. How awesome is God that? God is good. All the time. Mm-hmm. Pray? Yeah. Dear Jesus, thank you for today. Thank you for blessing us and watching over us. Thank you for uh, giving us this opportunity to, to talk about you and to, to share your, uh, your glory and joy. And I just pray we, we all uh, bask and, and rest and and sit in those uh, promises that you've given us and, and take it uh, to heart and actually walk in and in that truth and, and set it as our foundation of life as we uh, walk towards you. And 
as we're homeward bound to, to our uh, eternal uh, resting place, Lord. I just thank you for all that you do in and through us uh, as we walk uh, on this journey. And I pray you keep us all safe. I pray you protect our families and our homes and our jobs and, and our friends, Lord. And I pray that you give us peace throughout today and this weekend and, and so on, Lord. And I just thank you for all that you do for, for us and for our families and even giving us this opportunity to, to talk about you. We thank you. We love you. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. And don't forget, Jesus loves you, and so do we. Thank you for listening to the Preserve and Illuminate podcast. We hope and pray this episode has brightened up your day. We appreciate you, and if possible, please post or share with anyone that may also enjoy our podcast. God bless.